Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Saturday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jake. And our sponsors today, the Belleville Meat Market, Texan Roofing, Boyd's One Stop, and Mainstream Marketing. All right, weather right now. I had a little rain move through earlier. I don't know, around 3 to 3.30. But it's uh, moving east towards Beaumont and over in the Golden Triangle area now. But it didn't reach the coast. It stayed just you know, at the top of the bay. Right now it's 77 degrees down on the island. It's cloudy with a stray shower. Thunderstorm today is possible. High of 81, south-southeast winds 10 to 20. And then for tonight, partly cloudy skies early. They'll give way to cloudy skies late with a low of 74, southeast 10 to 20. And then for tomorrow, cloudy skies, about a 20% chance, and uh, south-southeast 10 to 20. It's kind of a kind of a broken record here. And looking at tides for today, these are Galveston Channel Tide predictions. And we have uh, two of them today. We have a high coming up at 7 a.m. this morning. It's a 1.8, a low at 11.18 p.m. It's a negative 0.3. So pretty much a standing high tide all day after it comes in. 6.33 a.m. is sunrise. 7.58 p.m. is sunset. Our moon phase is full. Our moon is 99%. Winds are down right now. Uh, Looks like... uh, Near where the storms came through at the top end of the complex, it's north at 16. And then uh, Clear Lake, it's like uh, east at 2, <laughs> weird winds. West at 3 at Eagle Point, and uh, north at 6 at the North Jetty. And at the Causeway, it's north at 2. So we have a north wind starting the morning out. I, I think that uh, line of 
rain that came through changed the wind direction, but they are calling for a southerly flow as the day progresses. So here we go again. Pretty much the same. If you liked it yesterday, you'll like it again today. So that's where we're at. All right, let's head over to Sabine Lake and get fired off with Captain Bill Watkins. Bill, good morning. How are you, bud? Hey, man. What in the world is this weather doing? It's storming over here. Yeah, it uh, came through here about uh, 3 to 3.30, moving your way. So you ought to be getting it. Pretty good pile of rain there. A little thunder yeah, and lightning we in it. Uh, talk about some lightning. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's flashing out just in every two or three seconds. Yep. Uh, and I had to run out to my truck in the rain. I wasn't expecting any of this this morning. I thought I was going to have a nice, calm, quiet day. Well. It's working out for me. <laughs> well, I hate, hate pulling this boat down the highway all on the I-10. That's scary. Oh, I know it. Pulling a boat in the rain and with the way people drive these days, it's... Uh, Oh, the pucker factor sets in pretty good, Bear Bud. <laughs> yep, I believe you can cut square washers off of it, right? You get right in the middle of it. <laughs> uh, well, shoot, the fishing's, the fishing's good over here. I mean, yeah, it looks like you had people, a decent day yesterday. Yeah, people were catching fish. Uh, uh, I, I talked to a fella yesterday that uh, I know. And uh, that rascal caught a seven-pound trout a couple, three days ago. Great. Over here. Yeah, that's that's impressive. And uh, a young man yesterday that I run into uh, had released a six-pound. And he said he had, uh, I think they caught 13 trout, and the smallest one was 16 inches. Yeah. And, uh, right on up there. I don't up there to uh, a couple of four-pounders and a six-pounder. That's uh, that's pretty special stuff. Yeah. And that, of course, he released most of his big fish, but still, they get caught. They ain't gonna bite for a while. That's all right. It's it's better to let those go. They're uh, full of eggs right now. We need those fish. Let them spawn it out, man. Yeah, we do. That's for sure. I had uh, I, I was on a meat haul yesterday and I had uh, I I caught everything and killed everything. <laughs> I had to admit it. You what? You they caught everything fishing. and killed them? Yeah, we caught them and killed them and filleted them. Those boys wanted some meat. Hey, twenty-five trout, four reds. Said, let's keep them. I said, okay. But we didn't have any big trout, but we had several three pounders. What's the best type of big fish? Some people are catching them, you know, stumbling on them. I had a couple of boards the other day, we released those. So I'm doing I'm doing good on some days, and I'm not doing good on others. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, when you're in Louisiana, you got to play the game. 
course, I don't, I don't usually keep my limit on any day, even if, uh, even if I'm. Yeah, that's, that's still amazing that guys still get to keep their limits over there. That's that's unreal. I know. I, I don't understand that. They Mike say Jeff Code, he's I, made a big deal about it. He talks about it all the time. He said he he doesn't keep his limit either. He's like you. They say Louisiana says that that only accounts for one and a half to three percent of the total take, and yet. That one and a half to three percent is a lot of food. So I don't understand their thinking on that. They, they claim they've done studies. It doesn't really matter, but it does really matter. That's still a whole lot of fish being caught. It doesn't necessarily have to be kept. You know, I, I don't know. Well, that's why you I'll don't see a lot of, you know, giants caught in Louisiana much anymore is because it's more of a it's more of a numbers thing over there those people like their numbers plus you're able to keep you know a 12 inch fish i mean seriously that's uh you know that's that's pretty small (laughs) i I keep precious few of those most of them are at least 13 uh, weight on this 13 and a half to 14 before right. we see them, <laughs> I had to throw that 13 and a half in there because that's what remember they were wanting said. to make it that when they were going to move it up. I know they, they finally uh caught enough heat from you know all their people over there that uh, they decided to just leave it at 12. <laughs> 13 and a half. I said, Man, that, they just pulled that out of the air. That's that's a good one. I guess they think that that's the they'll get off one spawn if they get to thirteen and a half. I really don't know what the thinking is, but hey, I'm not a biologist. I'm a fisherman. I know how to find them, catch them, and fillet them. And that's, See, that's the controversy. <laughs> is Texas says our fish have to be fourteen inches to spawn, and Louisiana says their fish have to be twelve inches to spawn. So what is it? <laughs> Thirteen and a half. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just uh, decided that I, I'm not going to concern myself with their issues. I'm just going to go in there and compete with their guys. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm having to pay a lot of money to fish over there. <laughs> that's totally unnecessary. And so, you know, I I don't. I used to, when I first started guiding, I thought, man, this is wrong. And we were keeping 25 at that time. You had 25 and per I, person, including the guide. I, said, I mean, that's I thought, 125 fish on a five-man trip with a guide. It, yeah, and I felt really guilty about it for a long time, and they never felt guilty about it. And it seemed no. like there was an inexhaustible uh, number of fish over there. And I said, okay, well, hey, finally I woke up and realized that, Bill, in your little corner of the world, you're not going to change any of that. No. And I, you can talk it, talk it, and talk it until you talk it to death, and it's not going to matter. So I just, uh, you know, went in Rome, do as the Romans do. 
<laughs> I figured the best thing I could do is not keep my limit. I mean, if I do stumble into a school of fish and, and I got three guys in the boat, I'm not keeping 60 trout. I'm going to cut mine off at 45. I'll let those guys, you know, and hopefully I can talk to them and they'll throw something back, you know. Sure. A good number, a, a great number of fish is, you know, 25 to 30. That, that's a lot of trout, even if, you know, even if you got four people in the boat with you. Mm-hmm. That's still a lot of fish. That's a good mess of fish. Sure. Everybody gets to take home a bag. And, you know, I, I average somewhere around 25 to 30 fish a day. Uh, and I, I just don't feel guilty anymore, Mickey. I, I really don't. I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, if they can't act on what they need to act on, then why should I worry about it? Right. <laughs> just have to, yeah, I mean, I just gave up somewhere along the line. I, I crusaded and crusaded and, <laughs> you know, I just fell on my sword and went at it. You just got to do what you got to do. So, but anyway, the patterns over here are real good right now. The lake is clearing back up slowly from that northwest front. front. Uh, there's, there's a lot of fish on the north levee wall. A lot of them are 14ers. But um, I mean, they get caught thrown back a lot over there, but uh, that's because bank fishermen have real good access to that area. And, uh, you know, the boat, boat guys and bank guys, they all get together on that north left ball. Oh, yeah. I've seen some stack-ups over there. More fishermen than, than fish. <laughs> They'll pile yeah, up on them. They'll gang up on them along that wall, man. And I, I don't fish over there that often. If there's a northwest wind blowing, I'll go over there and fish. But because uh, that's basically all you got. But uh, I, you know, I, I don't like it. Uh, live shrimp popping gorge thrown at me. That's them orange topwaters, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they kind of bother me, but. Uh, and then there's a lot of other boats. It's kind of like fishing the jet, you, you know. For, then you got the bank factor too. So I only go there when I have to. True. But they do catch lots of fish over there. And for somebody that's bank bound, that's a good place to go. Uh, if you don't break your ankle walking down them big chunk rocks, yeah, you got to be careful. Be okay. Yes, you do. Let me do this commercial break, Bill. Hold on a second, buddy. All right. Well, the Belleville Meat Market, what a great place to shop and have all of your wild game processing done. This week they're double featuring their green onion pecan smoked sausage and their three cheeses pecan smoked sausage. That's a wild game favorite, and it's now available in the store. Try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available and on special center-cut pork chops for just $2.99 a pound, and they're now serving homemade hot dogs, and pulled pork in their barbecue. And uh, check out their fresh ground beef. It's daily, three fifty nine a pound, always at the Belleville when you buy 10 pounds or more. Buy it in bulk and save money with fresh fryers going for $1.99 a pound. They're wild game processing. They're making Vinny dogs and hog dogs. That's homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs 
Bring something home from your hunt the whole family can enjoy all year long. The Belleville celebrating over 41 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on the Saturday morning. It's 418 here in the Bayou City. Okay, Bill Watkins, we're back, my friend. Well, I'm here going down the highway in a rainstorm. So. <laughs> yep. I was going to ask wish, you earlier, I could hear it sound like you had a bad windshield wiper when we were talking that last segment. Oh, yeah, it's squeaking. Yeah, is that what that noise was? I, I had that one figured out. I thought maybe you had a cat in there and you were stepping on his tail or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the cat's in the bed though. She's she's asleep. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm hoping that uh, this storm will move on through before. Yeah, it's it's moving it east pretty water. good. It ought to get through and lay everything down. You ought to be all right, man. Get your day in. Yeah, I don't. They said it might be a twenty percent chance of rain, but uh, man, I I woke up to heavy thunder, lightning, flashing. Woke me yeah. up before my alarm clock did. Yeah, it's uh. All that and really, the heavy stuff hadn't even got to the lake yet. On my radar, Vider's got a bunch of red uh-huh. around it. Marysville, Beaumont, Nederland. It's all moving, you know, through that way. It's heading east, so you ought to be all right about an hour from now. That'll be good. I don't think the lightning will scare the fish, much. <laughs> but it, it's pretty good little water storms. I mean, it stretches all the way from down, you know, around Winnie, all the way up through Jasper and Hemp Hill and Leesville, D. Ritter. Huh. But it is moving away from you. It'll clear through. 
Maybe Mo Fish will light it off. Uh, yeah, maybe they will. I killed the wind a little bit. I, I had it on my mind to go to the jetty here this morning, but uh, it was a little bit too windy all night. That night. And it, it laid down early in the morning. We had uh, it probably 10 to 12. Right. Out of the straight south. I mean, it was south as it could be. And uh, I just worked the ship channel. But the problem is, there was a whole lot of other boats working the ship channel, too. It's kind of limited on how many places you can fish. Right. It gets like that. I know some guys that are fishing over there. They're fishing the jetties doing pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah, there's some good fish out there. But um, the other day, I, I got ran off out there by jackfish bull rig. I mean, that's bluefish. Don't come bluefish about a pound and a half, two pounds. They cut cut your plastic off. It's right. just hard to fish out. You know, big old jackfish as long as your leg. Heck, that thing's huge. Oh boy! You come through and you'd see them. You'd see them run your lure up to the top, just barely miss it. Wow, man! And finally, finally, there wasn't any trout to catch. I think there were so many big fish out there, they pushed the trout out. Oh, they will. Those jacks and bull reds, they'll push your push your trout out, push it away from you. I'm pretty sure I had a shark on one time. Uh, soon as yeah, I if you got jacks, you got sharks. Oh, it, it was not the right day to be out there, but the water was pretty green. Had a little bit of a brown tint to it, but it was, it was green. You can see down about three feet. Oh, which that's is perfect. Plenty good. That's perfect for here. And, yeah, it um, is. Caught a few big trout out there, you know, two, three pounders, and uh, one about four. And that was it. We were releasing everything that day. Pitch mm -hmm. them back in. But we got run off the jetty. We just had to leave. Go back to the shore. The channel's good. The lake is clearing. There's, there are fish in the lake if you hit the right spot. And you really need to go there early on the high tide because that's when they're up on the shore. That's the way the bite's been over here. It's real early and real late. Yeah. That's Daylight exactly and dark. Right. Yep. Yep. That's how it is. You better be where you need to be early. Get what you're gonna get. I like that all day bite. I do too. It was it was uh, scratch fishing after the first hour and a half. It just uh, it was school bus time. Drive a mile, pick up one. Maybe two or three of the places you hit didn't have anything. That's kind of odd. I did catch a few tight runners up in the channel, almost to the bridge, uh, well past the fact. So they're, yeah. they're trickling in, but that mass move of tide runners has not happened. Right. Any day now, it's late. We should have already seen all of that. 
Yeah, y'all's are you're always a couple of weeks early over there when they pull in than we are. I think they come from the east and go west. I do too. I've always thought that. Based on fishing for several days in a row and following them from 12 miles to the six miles to the, to the jetty and right and then following them up the channel, I, that just seems to be the way they come. That's the story. What have you been throwing the most of? Just soft plastics, basic, you know, single yeah. stuff, or what? I had one day that I had a excellent topwater fisherman in the boat, and he stood on the bow and whaled on topwater. And I oh, think man. yesterday would have been a real good topwater day, but you know, I got three guys in the boat plus me. Uh, I don't even mention that unless they want to do it. Uh, but soft plastics working Kelly ball tails down south uh, and it seemed like if it had a, a lime truce tail on it it did better right I'm, I'm talking about the lime truce that looks more yellow but mm. uh, I just uh, I put on white ice yesterday uh, I had the, that white K Wiggler four inch ball tail right and I I stayed with that, and my guys were color change guys. They they kept changing colors, changing colors, and it, it really didn't matter. If you were on the fish, you'd catch. You put it in front of one, you got, you got a bite. So uh, color wasn't the big issue. The water clarity was a little bit better, has been the day before and the day before. Um, the upper channel, where it goes into the land, on the Texas side is uh, starting to really push brown, but you can see down three feet in that one. Yeah. It's really getting perfect. And uh, fishing, the fishing's good. I mean, you've got, uh, got options. So, well, that's good to hear, uh, man. It was some lean yeah, times yeah. there for a couple of years. Yeah, and our fish are growing, like we talked about. I'm seeing more and more uh, solid threes and fours. We've got opportunity to catch fish like that now. Mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're not as thick out there as they were in 2015, 2020. <laughs> uh, it's, it's good. I'll take it. If we do get that influx of tide runners, we'll, we'll have a lot of fish. So, yeah, I think right now y'all y'all are probably holding more resident fish than we are. I, yeah, we've got good numbers of resident fish. But like like I said, it's just not like it was before the floods. Oh but no! It seems to it seems to me that we're building in number. We and are. Size. Yeah. It's, it's trying to make a comeback. Yeah. And, you know, it just takes time, like man. You know, it's a trout lives, you know, a female, what, eight, ten years. It just takes time yeah. to uh, rebuild all your age, age classes. That's right. And uh, we're fortunate we got fish at all after those bad floods. I'm telling you, brother. 
It, yep. uh, that was a flush. And, y- and y'all, I didn't think anybody could have got more water through their bay than we did, but y'all did. I mean, it. Uh, yeah, we got more. Y'all had 10, 10 more inches of rainfall than we did out of that. I mean, that was some catastrophic rain there, bud. I don't oh, think yeah. we'll ever <laughs> see anything. I hope we never see anything like that. Yeah, me too. You know, we've we've experienced in the 24 years I've been guiding over here, I've experienced everything short of a nuclear conflict. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen it all, and uh, and managed to catch fish right through the whole thing. And it it makes you it made you work at it. Right. I guarantee. You. Those floods, that was, uh, but I still found some places that was holding fish and was still able to get out there and do it. So, (laughs) hey, all you got to do is put your head in it, brother. Go to work. (laughs) That's it, man. Well, I hope that weather will push on through and uh, leave you some calm seas afterward and a plentiful bite this morning and you can knock it out. Yeah, it looks uh, looks like it's moving on through. So you have a good one, and uh, we're gonna do it, brother. If uh, somebody wants to call you, Bill, leave your number, buddy. Four zero nine six seven three nine two one one. That'll get you there. Our fishsabinelake.com. Yeah, check out William Watkins on Facebook and uh, look at the pictures. All right, buddy. So you can see, see I'm, I'm doing what I'm saying. I'm doing. <laughs> uh, you don't have to show pictures to prove it to me. We'll see you, bud. Take care, man. Later, man. All right. That's Captain Bill Watkins over at Sabine Lake. It's time for another break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. My Maria, don't you know I've come a long, long way. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. Let's go up to Lake Conroe. Let's check in with our good friend, the fish dude, old Richard Tosh. Richard, what's up, man? Not a lot, Mickey. That wind's blowing this morning, though. You got a little wind up there? What direction? Yeah, is it? yeah that's what I can't figure out. I, I left the house. We're north down here after those storms came through. I know. Well, see, the thing is that the storms blew through up here. When I stepped out of the house about 20 minutes ago, I, I walked out to the barn, get everything ready in the boat, 
and I got at one point I had like an east wind, then I had a north wind, then I had a west wind. I'm like Ooh. what? So at now I'm almost at the light. So just uh, I don't know what the heck. It just I can't. There's no indicators out here to show me what what's blowing. Yeah, we're already now. swinging now. We're back to the east. Yeah, like I say, it was it was kind of weird because it it was yeah. just it was blowing one way than the other than the other. Right now, just looking at the grass blowing on the side of the road, it looks like it's kind of north, almost due north right now. But it's uh, yeah, it's, it's just it's different. Uh, but that's okay. We'll get out there as long as it don't blow too hard. I guess it's supposed to blow out. I'm not sure what this thing is. Just know there was a little storm move through a while ago and it popping some lightning and stuff pretty good. But it's uh. And yesterday, did you see them dying crappie? I don't know if you saw them crappie or not. I don't, them pictures I had, I don't know if you've seen them. Yeah, you, you, one, had, you had some slabs yesterday. Man, I tell you what, there's some big ones out there biting right now. I don't, if there's two days in a row, I had, I had a white crappie uh, yesterday and a white crappie day before that if they would have been fuller, they would have been lake records. There ain't no doubt. Because they, they just didn't have no, no belly on them or nothing. But right. man, them things are big. I mean, they were they were some giants. I guarantee you they were. And it just that was crazy out. And and then I guess they was wasn't really a fishing crew. <laughs> you know, they they fish a lot, but they don't fish a lot when they're with me. Sometimes it's yeah. a once a year trip. It's a once a year trip, and it's more of a drinking thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> but they we still hey, I've got seen some that big I've, yeah, had, no, uh, no. I've had a couple of kegs put in my boat before. No way. Good night. Oh, yeah. One was after an all-night bachelor party. And and that's when I caught the biggest trout stringer of my life was with that crew that day. I'll uh, be darned. Then I had another trip, you know, a few years after that that they brought a keg. And uh, they floated that keg by about 2 o'clock. Oh, my goodness. We were oh white fishing. They'd all go back to the boat and just sit on the gunnel and just pour them a beer and there stand you in go. the water drinking. There ain't nothing wrong with I'm that. I'm out there lacing out trout, and they're all sitting around drinking beer on the gunnel of the boat. I'm going, okay, whatever. That's man. it. I'm whatever. I mean, that's the way I am, too. You know, I'm going to keep on chunking no matter what. That's, that's like years ago, <laughs> I had, had a trip over on Livingston. It's back when I was. Guiding on Gibbons, Livingston, and and uh, Conroe, and I, as a the guy that's got Scotty slab or used to have it, his his son had a trip and he, it was a corporate deal. He says, "Can you help me out?" So I said, "Sure." Went over there and I was fishing out of my bass boat back then because I was still tournament fishing, right. and uh, and I showed up over there at Harmon Creek Marina on on uh, Trinity River. And it's, you know, it's 30, like 33 degrees. There's a, a thin layer of ice on the side of the boat. Ugh. And it's, I know, it's horrible. And I I woke up and I said, I just want, I told him, I said, I just want the rowdiest group. You tell, you give me a group of, of the rowdiest ones. And he's, they all start showing up. And I see these, these three guys are unloading the 48 cord igloo. And, you know, they're all bearded up. You know, they're biker guys and stuff. And it's like, okay. <laughs> so that's my crew right there. And I said, what y'all got in the cooler? It's beard. Okay. So in the boat, they jumped in the boat. And and it, I don't know how much they had in there. We, I, and they were having a little tournament, you know, a little corporate tournament deal. And I said, 
do y'all want to win or y'all just want to do like the rest of these guys and catch fish? They said, oh, we want to win. I said, well, we got to run about 45 minutes, so it's going to be cold. So y'all just hang on. We ran. I uh, know we ran from Harmon Creek up to Nelson Creek. And got up, got up into Nelson Creek and started catching them dang white bass up in there. And uh, I thought of us, y'all let me know when you get down to the last beer because we're done. As soon as y'all get down to the last one, y'all ain't fighting over it. So we, we, uh, you know, we get down there and just about time to go. And I, I reached over, popped the lid in the cooler up. I said, look, I told y'all when you get down to the last one, you're supposed to tell me. There's only one left in there. We're headed back. So we, we headed back, got back there, and they won it and everything. And just reloaded the cooler. Oh, goodness. That was, uh. Those are some fun trips. When they, you know, because they just they don't really care one way or another. You know, that's, to me, it allows me to do more fishing than anything. Like you're talking about, they're drinking, I'm fishing. Yeah. And it's, it's fun, you know. It's, it's, but, like, you know, it's uh, you run into all kinds of crowds. It don't matter. Then you get those that just want to fish. I mean, I 100% this is what I want to do, and that's it. Okay, right. we're good to go because I'm I'm all in on that too. No matter what, I'm all in, and there ain't no doubt. But it's uh, you know, today we're gonna try some crappie and hybrids. Hopefully, I can get out there with that wind. I just don't know how it's supposed to settle down. You know, that's one of the, that's one of the things I'm worried about more than anything. And it give me a good direction and and stay you know less than 20. We're in good shape. So when it hits above 20, I'm not. That gets me panicking. So, because I can't move around where I want to go and do what I want to do, you know, I could do it, but I don't want to hurt people either. You know, that's one of the big things. Because right. I can get out there, and I can go. You can go, and I can go in that big, big wind and water. But uh, you always think about, you know, what about this guy right here? He, he saw this. Get out there in them, them big waves and go to slam it down. It's gonna hurt him, you know. Sure. So, I mean that's yeah, you, that's one of you just got to look your crew over and know what you got before you can venture off and do something stupid, you know. Oh yeah, there ain't no doubt. Was, there was one time years years ago, I was I was I was in my twenty two uh, Pathfinder, and I showed up to the light, and the wind was that boat. I wouldn't go out if it was blowing more than gusting more than twenty five. I couldn't go because it was coming over the front at twenty, you know. And that's that's just yeah. the way it was, and. uh I I had these three bigger fellas that that was coming out. Not you're not big, you know they're bigger than me. But anyway, we're we're getting ready to go. I'm trying to catch bait. The dang wind was blowing so hard I couldn't throw my net. It was falling my net up every time I junk it. And uh, so I I called them. I said, man, y'all stay at the house. There's no way we can get out there and go. I mean, it's just blowing too hard. And you know, I didn't even venture out on the main light because I already knew it was bad. And, oh, no, no, we're coming, we're coming, we're coming. Okay. I said, but I'll tell you, you need to stay home. We ain't going to go. No, no, we're coming. Okay. So they came on up. I got the boat sitting on the trailer in the parking lot. And I'm, and we're sitting there talking. And they said, I said, you sure you want to go? Because it's rough out there. I mean, if we can get there, we can catch fish. The problem is getting there. And I, I looked out, and about a mile and a half away, you could see water rolling over this bulkhead, and the spray was going 15 feet in the air. Boy. And there was there was good four-footers out there. And I'm telling them, we don't need to go. You see that out there? And that's rough. They said, oh, no, we're good, we're good. I said, okay, I'm fixing to launch the boat. But before we go, have any of y'all got back trouble? No. I said, you will when we get back. 
Is that bad out there? I wouldn't cancel a trip if it wasn't that bad. That's one thing about me. I will not cancel anything unless the weather dictates otherwise. That's it. I mean, there's no way I'm going to take, go out there and get myself hurt, get you hurt. I want to be there for tomorrow. You know, I want to go every day. It's not just today, tomorrow. I want to go every day. That's the thing. And people, a lot of people don't realize that I will not jeopardize your safety. Now, I know there's some people that may gamble a little bit, and I do it from time to time. But I got a 24-foot boat that handles 25-mile-an-hour winds pretty dang good. Yeah. So, you know, that's the difference. You don't show up in a 16-foot giant boat in four-foot waves. It don't make it. It that one rolls over, that and it fills up and does all kinds of strange things. Because I've been there and done that. I already know. So and it ain't no fun going down in in uh, forty degree weather with thirty eight degree water temperatures. It's cold. I guarantee you, it's horrible. As uh, I've done that dumping Christmas trees out here on Conroe, it's actually forty five degree water temperature and about thirty eight degree air temperature. So it was it was cold. It's like good night. And I had a big boat come by me when I had had one load of trees left to dump. And I'm in a 16-foot by 6-foot wide John boat with, a like, a 30-horse motor on it. And this big boat comes by me and it and rolled a wave in. And it, uh-huh. here, bottom.com, here we come. And it started going straight down. And I go, dang it, I can't let that oh. happen. So I, just, I made it roll over to dump the trees. So when it rolled over, it popped back up to the top. My I swam about 100 yards to the bank. It was that, cold. That, That's nasty. I guarantee you, that that it hurts. That hurts you. Not, and not, you know, that little 100-yard stretch, you like, man, that's not very far. I was dragging a boat for that 100 yards, and I guarantee you, when I got to that dock, I wanted to just sit there. I, I needed to warm up. It was it was cold. Muscle cramps, all kinds of stuff. Then that, that boat that rolled me over, he came back by, and said, hey, you need a tow? Sure. So I rolled that thing over on the dock, and he towed me back to the marina. So we got back in, loaded her up. It, that boat ain't been in the water since. Man. That's just one, that's one of them things. I started loading it up in the big boat. There ain't no sense doing that. I don't like that stuff. That hurts. No. But as part of the game, when you want to keep your brush piles fresh and keep fish coming to you and stuff like that, you know, that's one thing about these crappie. You put a, you build a good brush pile, they're coming. I mean, it's just, you got to build it right, though. One thing yeah, that's I figured way, out about. That's what I like about Randy Deerman, man. He, any day off he's got, him and his buddies, are they're putting fresh brush piles in. They're working hard. That's it. I mean, that's what you got to do. If you want to continue, continuously catch crappie, maintain your brush. And, it, you know, the, there's several people, well, that's my brush pile. You know what? It's public water, brother. Uh, I mean, I've, I've got so many out there right now that if somebody's sitting on one, I'll just go to another. I don't worry about it. I don't panic about it. I know there's fish on them, but I've got so many places for that reason because there's so many people that go to find your stuff. You know, so just leave it alone. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't panic. It don't matter if you dumped it out there or not. At some point, somebody has dumped brush in that very spot before you have. Trust me, I know, because I've got I got so dang many spots out there. I I dumped two hundred trees along two different ridges in this one creek, and I and I haven't dumped trees on that particular spot in about six.
six years or either one of those in about six years. One of them has been longer than that. One's been about 10 years. And I quit fishing the one that I hadn't, hadn't uh, brushed up in about 10 years, but people keep dumping new brush on it. You know, it's there. It's been existing, so they just add to it. So it's helping me out. I mean, it don't hurt my feelings. I've been dumping brush there for, for 30 years, and now somebody else decides they want to help out. It don't, it don't bother me. No. I'm all in. You dump it there, I'll, I'll fish it too, because I've been fishing it for a while. You know, and they, then they need to give you a pot liquor. There ain't no pot liquor. You're the pot liquor. You ain't been fishing it there as long as I have. <laughs> so, you know, and that's the thing about brush pile fishing. Everybody's going to find it. With the side image and all the technologies out there anymore, everybody's going to find your brush. So just get well, over that fact. Public water, it's anybody's to fish, you know. That's exactly works. right. That's exactly right. I mean, that's, you know, that's the what's. The public water is all about. Everybody can do what they want to do out there, as long as it's within the within the uh, letter of the law, anyway. So, and then you know, these dock owners and stuff like that, they don't want you fishing their docks and stuff like that. Sometimes. Well, I see a lot of videos on that. Women, especially, going crazy on the fishermen, yelling and screaming at them. And this is mine. I'm calling the police, and the guys will go, "Hey, call them. They're going to come the laugh police. at you." They're going to come write you a ticket is what they're going to do. Yeah. You're harassing. Fisherman, you're har- you know, harassment. Exactly. I mean, they they passed that. I don't remember what year they passed that law, but I was so glad they did. I don't think they've ever enforced it in any way. But, you know, All I mean, they, they do, uh, especially hunting, you know, hunter harassment. I, that's a big deal. Now, I know they do on hunting. I absolutely know they do on hunting because I've seen that happen several times, these knuckleheads. You know, yeah, when you start and, ramming boats, I've seen videos, of, you know, inside yes. of a, Floating docks and all that, and guys in there bass fishing, and you got some guy in a flat bottom just ramming a beautiful bass boat, the engine in the side just tearing that boat up. That's I remember seeing that one. That was remember that, that one. Good. That was a bad I do one. remember that one. Now that, right, that was Richard. a real bad one. I'll let you look right. at the clock. I got to run, man. If somebody wants to call you, give them some info. All right, Mickey. Anyone get in touch with me at nine three six 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 one seven nine two zero. You can find me on Facebook. Just check out the Fish Suits Guide Service. You can email me at admin at fishsuittx.com or just check out the webpage, fishsuittx.com. All right, man. Well, good luck today. Hope everything works out. See you. Yes, sir. Y'all have fun. All right, Richard. All right, let's run down to Matagorda, check in with Captain Charlie P. this morning. Hey, Charlie, what's up? Morning, Mickey. How are you? Oh, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Late games. I hate West Coast games. Ah. I don't get to watch it down here. Who won last night? We pulled it off six to four. Well, good. Jordan hit a three-run bomb, and Tucker hit a two-run bomb. Super. And Jake Myers is still hitting the ball. Uh, Javier, Christian Javier. Javier. Yeah, he looked good. He had one rough inning, but uh, he he made it seven. Quality start. Well, good. Guess you heard Sounds about Rockabye Baby, huh? Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Tommy John. And they even got Jake Myers hitting now, huh? Well, yeah, you get to play enough, you'll come around eventually. You know, these guys, sure. you know, they finally get a chance. You know, just like Dubon. I mean, look at him. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Hopefully they'll get it all back together and keep rolling. We're gonna need we're gonna need some bat support because our pitching well we're down to three now. Yeah. Yep. 
We'll see what happens. It's about like our fishing down here. It's just, just uh, up and down and more down than up. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have that many people fishing down here right now. Mickey, they, there'll be a big crowd out today. And, and if they don't catch them, they won't come back tomorrow. Right. And, uh, and, and that bite right now, it's, it's early. You know, you better be on something as soon as you get out there. And then, you know, it's again late in the afternoon right now. Right. Early and late. Mm-hmm. So it's not that we don't, uh, don't have some fish to catch. It's just, you know, up and down conditions here. All it was dead calm yesterday all day. Was it? Yes. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I listened to you yesterday morning, and it was blowing 15, 18, mm-hmm. you know, before daybreak. But there was some kind of little disturbance that came through just before uh, sun up yesterday morning, and then it was dead calm all day. So, what, I didn't fish, but what few guys did fish yesterday, they struggled. I think some of the redfish did pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just the norm around here right now. I'm with you, man. Yeah. We keep getting these southeast winds, these fish will start eating. I I did hear one good catch down west yesterday and uh, waiting. uh, You know, somebody's always catching them somewhere. It's just not knockout you know, lights out right now. It's just right. pecking on them. Up and down. Pecking, pecking. Pecking, peck. <laughs> Looked like uh, on the internet, the boys down south are still doing pretty good. Yeah, they are. It, uh, just the way it is right now. We had it pretty good for a long time here. And- Take time to get it back to where it was. I'm with you. That's I just what. Need to live long enough to get one more good shot at them. Did I lose Charlie? That's not like Charlie's phone to do that. He's still there. I just can't hear him. Charlie, try to Charlie. If you can hear me, move it somewhere else. I don't know where he's at, but he, uh, I can't hear him unless he hit mute on his phone. That happened. No. Are you back? Yeah, I never left. Well, you left me. I couldn't hear you. <laughs> it just went dark. And you're still breaking up. I don't know what's going on this morning, Mickey. Maybe something with the radio towers. I have no idea. They're, they're scrambling everybody. It's a government yeah, conspiracy. So. <laughs> it might be it. Well, you fished this week? Yeah, yeah. I didn't do any good, but I fished. Yeah. I don't I know. On, just I was a, on a struggle bus. Yeah. You know, we're liable to go out there this morning and just kill them. Just don't know. That's true. That's why we go. It's trial and error. It is trial, trial and error, and error right now. It sure huh? is. It is trial and error fishing right now. Yes, sir. 
Yep. Well, we got I'm the Kentucky Derby now. today. It's dead calm. It seems to be dead calm here now. Yeah, we those storms didn't hit the coast, but they stayed above it. They're moving over through the Golden Triangle area right now. But uh, wind is down for now. They're still calling for that south at 20. Yeah. What the forecast says anyway. Well, I'm sure it'll come after lunch. Yeah. At least those uh, winds calmed it down because when I went to bed last night, it was cranking out of the due south, 180. Yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah. Don't know. We'll get through it. You're way calmer down your way than we are up here. And I'm showing yeah. the highest wind I can find down in your neck of the woods is six miles an hour. It's kind of northeast at six, and another another one's east at three. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, we don't want it too calm. Those fish don't eat good when it's calm like that. They don't like that stuff. No, and the farther south you go, the worse it gets when it's calm. Boy, you get way down yeah. there by cliff and them and that dead calm stuff. It kills their fishing. Yeah, it really does. It does here too. It does here too. Well, Oh, Hopefully well. below before long we'll catch that surf flat. We'll have a good green surf to fish, and hopefully Man, it won't be didn't hardly far. getting a surf last year, did you? No, no, hell no. <laughs> it was the worst I've seen yet. And when you did, it was full of sharks and skipjacks. <laughs> so, well, maybe well, it it's is. different this year. Might be. Hopefully. All right, buddy. Well. Well, Wish I had today. more for you, Mickey. That's hey, all that's, that's going on right that's now. That's it. It's just good to hear your voice, man. I got to check on in on you twice a week. Check your pulse there, brother. Keep checking, make, baby. Make sure you're still kicking like a chicken. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about the chicken, but I'm kicking. There you go. Well, chicken's high dollar nowadays. All right, brother. Well, hey, if somebody wants to call you, Charlie, give them a number, man. Call me on my cell phone, 713-725-2401. All right, buddy. You have a good day. Be safe out there, Charlie. Take care, Mickey. All right, man. All right, that's Captain Charlie Paradoski in Matagorda. It's time for our top of the hour break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show here on Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 